Latter of Brilliance presents The Christian A Girl Reality Podcast and I am your host Bushnell. In this podcast, I share with you about my journey on becoming the Christian A Girl and highlight on femininity, personal development and mindset. Inward holiness reflects on the outside. If a person is right with God, that will be evident in the way of life, the dressing, um, their attitudes, and in how they carry themselves in entirety. Yes, God looks at the heart, but if the heart is holy, the outside will be holy too. Matthew 5, 14 to 15 says this, You're the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone. Ladies, let's talk about how to reflect God as a Christian it girl. If you just know you're that girl, yeah. you just have no choice but to be that girl. And I feel like I'm that girl. Mirror, mirror on the wall. Do you see Christ in me at all? Whew, ladies, oh my goodness. I have so much to share with you today about reflecting God and Christ through how you live as a Christian eagle. And this is so dear and near to me because this is something I... This is something personal also for me because I do want to reflect God in how I live and how I act. I want... Again, like how I started in the trailer of this podcast, I said, I want people to say, I see Jesus in her. It's not just she's pretty. And I realized when I went out this past weekend is um, people just assumed I'm a party girl or, you know, like I am, you know, worldly. And um, I just found it interesting, really. And also when I shared my opinions about the protests that were ongoing in my country by the opposition leader, somebody um, reached out to me and was like, is it really ethical of you? And um, it just got me thinking, am I reflecting Christ? And even if I'm reflecting Christ, am I allowed to have opinions on other things like politics? And am I allowed to like go out and hang out with my friends? And so without much ado, let's start with the first thing. I have nine things I'm going to share with you. And so the first thing I want to share with you on how you're going to reflect Christ. And I believe after I did this, it really helps me um, open my eyes. So the first thing is praying. James 5.16 is where we're going to get our verse from for the first bit of this. Um, pray for others. Praying for others. It's not only praying for yourself, but praying for others. That we can get in James 5.16 again. When was the last time you prayed for your family, your friends, your loved ones? Um, I once had a beef with one of um the people who were called in to help the company I worked for and um when I was so frustrated because I did nothing wrong and um everyone was like let it go and um one person in particular told me to pray for that person and I found it really difficult but this person told me that's what Jesus wants us to do to pray for others even those we consider our enemies 
and sometimes um we we also just pray for others um something my therapist told me back in 2019 is pray for others because you might be the one on the wrong and you don't know it or you might be the only one who can pray for them and if somebody is on your mind you should also pray for them because just that's just something i stopped saying this thing i'll pray for you instead instead of saying that i'll just say can i say a quick prayer with you over this text over this phone call so that even if i do forget then i have said a prayer standing in the gap for someone is so big so huge you do not know what your prayer could have caused or could have done could have prevented another thing is jesus prayed there's so many um times we see in the gospels where jesus um um uh secluded himself he and went to a secluded place and prayed and we see that even before he started his ministry he did fasting and prayer so if if you're gonna reflect jesus you're gonna do what jesus did you know what will jesus do and jesus secluded himself and prayed so there's this thing of praying alone praying alone it's not all the time you ask your pastor some your disciple your the, the, the your the person discipling you or your spiritual leader to pray for you you should also learn to pray for yourself you should also the thing about jesus also learn how he prayed is the thing is he prayed and he listened to god he prayed and he said god i'm telling you what i'd like but if it's not your will then call he prayed and um you know there was so much that you can learn from how jesus prayed and he taught us how to pray and so the, our lord's prayer is like a blueprint of how you should pray recognize that god is the father ask for forgiveness forgive others ask for what you need and giving thanks also so that's all in the prayer bit um you can't reflect christ if you're not praying because that's something he even as the creator of the universe prayed when while he was here on earth the second thing is humility you know it's it's interesting that jesus served he was a, he is <laughs> well he was on earth he was still a god he was still he lowered himself to a human form and he still knows he's he's the creator of the universe but he still served he washed simon's peter's smelly feet okay the smelly bit wasn't in the bible isn't in the bible but guys i mean <laughs> he washed simon's peter's feet and he was like this is what i came to do i came to serve and that's the thing serving is something do not feel entitled because that's what serving does when you serve that feeling of entitlement goes because sometimes we think we're entitled to things but let me tell you that you're just a steward you're just a manager everything you have you don't have it because of your own works but because god is gracious enough to bless you with it and you're a steward because the bible says everything in this earth the hills the valleys the cows the cattle they're all for god and if he has blessed you with plenty then he has blessed you so that you can steward it nothing in this earth is yours and if you um think any different i dare you to die i'm telling you everything you had anything everything you have will be sold okay so serving um again is 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 done differently i personally serve in church and um i shared before that there was a time that i didn't want to serve um because i felt i i kind of also had um 
like a low-key beef with one of the church leaders and i felt that it it was difficult but then god reminded me that this serving is something that's between him and i and also this serving is it's a very powerful um spiritual weapon as well and the things it's doing for me that i know the enemy doesn't want me to have because of me serving and then also something that my mom always tells me is when you serve god always rewards you because one thing is god is not in debt to anyone you can't work for god and god leaves you empty so even in that track god blessed me again with an opportunity to serve um big time in church by remaining faithful to serving and Honestly, I really thank God for that opportunity. I am still um, freaking out because it's a big opportunity, but this is what I believe God has placed me to do in his church and so serving. But the main thing here is the humility. It makes you humble enough. Um, that's just one thing. Remembering that nothing is of your own and that you are just a steward and also serving the third point is loving others. Now, this is going to be um, difficult for some because people love to love those who love on them. People love to invest in those who invest in them. Unless you're in your wounded feminine energy, then you probably are just chasing men who don't want you or you're pursuing men who don't want you or you are in toxic relationships. If your inner child is not healed, I can do another podcast on inner child and the wounded feminine energy as a Christian eagle if you'd love me to or you can check out i'm sure i have a video on the wounded feminine on my youtube the link is on the description box below so in loving others how do you love others one is by being forgiving you know when peter asked how many times should i forgive these people it's like 77 times seven seven times and also in the lord's prayer it says forgive as you forgive others as well what i learned i've shared this i think in two episodes before is Forgiveness is really deep. One forgiveness is unforgiveness is a is is a weapon the enemy uses against you. Two forgiveness is something the Lord can help you with the, through the Holy Spirit. I was I thought I had forgiven a family member for hurting me, but I figured out that I'd not forgiven this family member when I did a fasting and prayer, and God revealed it to me that the real forgiveness is loving them and and wanting what's best for them and just honestly and truly letting it go and it was until the holy spirit put me in a space where he worked on me to honestly and truly let go is when i actually felt free and i have just been enjoying um that forgiveness space and bit so we can get that in ephesians 4 32 how else can you love others is by being patient proverbs 15 um 18 um, the most dangerous prayer to make, I believe, is uh, God teach me patience. Darling, he will teach you patience. He will answer so fast. He will teach you patience, <laughs> you know. But one thing about patience is during that patience period, during that waiting period, it's not just um, a waiting period. It's an opportunity for you to grow, for you to learn for you it's it's it comes with opportunities do not waste that time that you're being patient also in during that time it's a really good time to serve as well 
Another way you can love others is by not judging them. Matthew 7, 1. I struggled. I should have put, <clears throat> excuse me, I should have put this in um my Christian Eagle Struggles uh, podcast episode. I think it's the episode, um, episode 8 or 7. 7 or 8, okay. So I should have put it there because... So I struggle to judge with judging people and it's not the obvious judging people like the church um church folks we see on TV and movies it's just silent judging um it's mm, she, how why will she wear that color with that color doesn't she know this or this person um you know like I really don't like when somebody says my names are it's my name is and then you say your name but, but when I go like, oh my goodness, does this person, is this is this person type of upbringing? And it's those small things. And thankfully, the Holy Spirit usually stops me in those moments and I recognize that I'm judging. So it's one thing to be judging people and not knowing, but it's another thing to recognize that this is something you struggle with. And um, this is something that is not of the Lord. And you uh, stop it and you let God work on it through you. You get me? Because I feel like it's reduced. <laughs> um, maybe. If, I, I don't remember if I judged anyone lately. But, yeah. Another way you can love others is by selflessly giving. Hebrews 13, 16. People who are generous don't usually say they are generous. <laughs> you know? And um, sometimes... Uh, what, what I'd say is generosity comes from being grateful. You're grateful for what you have and you're grateful for what God can, is doing in your life and you're able to be generous with others because you're grateful and you see the blessings God do, is doing for you. Also, generosity comes from trusting God because you trust God to bless you with more than enough. You trust God that because you tithe and his word said, test me with this and I will open the floodgates of heaven and pour blessings on you. You believe him for his word and take him for his word. And thus, you're able to give generously because you trust God. And that's one way of also loving others. The, the, there's a time when Jesus said, um, uh, yo, those people you see who are thirsty, who are hungry, who are naked, if you help them, it's like you're helping me. And that's another way, again, of reflecting Jesus and just showing love to others. Finally, on loving others is be encouraging. And that's First Thessalonians 5.11. Um when it comes to being encouraging, you don't want to be um, somebody who, when people tell you something good, you're always ready to point out the negatives, the side effects. Celebrate with someone. Celebrate with people. When somebody's going through a hard time, call them and check up on them. Check up on people who are hurting. Also, just don't be those people who um comment uh throw negative comments on people's social media posts be somebody who builds people as up speak positively to others speak positively about others that includes not gossiping and if you're in a group and people start gossiping about someone be the bigger person and talk something good about that person that they are talking about so that's how you can love others the fourth thing on how you can reflect God is reading the word. Remember first John, I mean John 1, it says Jesus is the word and the word is he. You know what I'm saying? 
so the thing is if i i love so many big people for example i love jacqueline kennedy and for me to um I didn't know her before but it's until i started reading about her researching about her watching videos and documentaries about her is when i knew her and i i knew the attributes that she has that i want and i love and i have and um i started you know if i started applying them and in my life and you can tell that i love jacqueline kennedy or nurses because of that and you can tell oh you somebody can say oh you um you give off jacqueline kennedy vibes but the thing is I could only do that because I went and did the research about Jacqueline Kennedy, how she operates and how she thinks, how she works, how she acts. And it's the same thing with Jesus. You want to reflect Jesus, then see how Jesus did his things. Study how he did his things. Know what he wants you to do. The whole word of God is about Jesus. It is Jesus. So study the word of God so that you can know how to reflect Um God, Jesus. In fact, if all these other points are just by the ways, this is the main one. Because this reading the word will give you all these other points that I'm going to share, plus the ones that I've shared, plus more. The next point is set boundaries. Now, this comes to setting boundaries for yourself. And boundaries are majorly for yourself. It's just that it's a good thing for you. But you setting boundaries for yourself is just what are you willing to tolerate? Um, are you willing to tolerate somebody who is talking um bad about um jesus or who's just um you know listens to music that is blasphemous like i saw the sam smith grammy show and honestly um it wasn't giving you know so are you willing to tolerate that are you willing to watch that personally i didn't even want to watch that i just watched the snippets afterwards and i was like well thank god i didn't have to watch this and so what do you tolerate will you what are you willing to entertain you should know that you should know the things you're willing to do and things you're not willing to do are you if somebody asks you on a date and you really like them and you want to get to know them and they ask invite you to a club is that something you're willing to tolerate or not also when it also comes to your friends are you willing to have uh, more friends who are non-christians than friends who are christians so basically it's just um even the conversations you have are you willing to have conversations about gossiping and all those things or are you are you are you willing to have friends who speak life who speak the word of god with you also for yourself it includes spiritual disciplines set boundaries on the time you're supposed to pass this time i have to have read the word i have to have prayed i have to have done x y and z and also setting boundaries is also good for yourself because you don't want to put yourself in situations and uh things that will make you uh you know just awful situations i recently put myself in a really um crazy situation that i shouldn't have and um if i had set the boundaries and i was clear on them i think it would have saved me a whole lot because jesus does talk about um what i put myself into uh, it's it's in terms of money really and i i just was misbehaving with my money and um yeah i think god god did is like um i love you um and here you're sorry about this but you're gonna have to face the consequences of your actions and um yeah 
So the sixth thing is your relationships. Listen, your relationships influence you. Uh, You are the average of the five people you surround yourself with. So if one of the peoples you surround yourself with is Jesus, then darling, I believe you will be well influenced because Jesus through his Holy Spirit is constantly and always talking to you. But if the five people who you're always around is are not anyone who is none is not someone who reflects Jesus, is not Jesus himself, it's a you will be a reflection of that. You're also um also your friends and um, your relationships and your family reflect who you are. Show me your friends and I tell you who you are. If I see you around, you know, hood people uh, who don't care for manners and etiquette and cuss around, I will assume you do the same even though you do not um, because of your friends. Sometimes people have lost jobs and opportunities because of their association to someone you know that's why when somebody does something um crazy or weird in the public eye um endorse they lose endorsements for example when kanye made um a comment about jews he was dropped by some labels he worked with like balenciaga and adidas so it shows that you so if you were in a relation with because the people didn't want didn't adidas and balenciaga didn't want to associate with that because people would think that they support his um his comments so yeah your relationships do affect you so um if it's if it means you're dropping everyone so that you can first have jesus then you do so some of my closest relationships especially in 2020 was um the kardashians and jesus so i had developed a fashion sense that um the kardashians had but i also developed a longing for god so i had two very interesting relationships going there because those are my stronghold relationships there anyway (laughs) the seventh point is the content you consume oh my goodness this has so much influence like i've said i was watching a lot of the kardashians in 2020 and I, i developed a talking style i can't constantly said like 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 because they say like a lot i loved i love i still love the neutrals they were um i developed a really um strong sense for kim k's fashion um and yeah so the content you consume has a lot of influence on you if you listen to secular music you probably have low self-esteem you're dealing with insecurity you have a lot of inner issues if you listen to secular music if you listen to a lot of movies that talk about um money gang your your view and perspective of life will be altered because of that so be careful about the content you consume that's why i said back to the fourth point as i said read the word if you if the content you consume consume is word based and its its foundation is on the word then most likely you will obviously not most likely obviously you will reflect um and it will influence your perspective of life the eighth thing is obedience jesus died on the cross for us even though he wasn't really looking looking forward to it well at the garden of gethsemane was like um you you come can we get come can we remove this can we skip this part uh, but he was like okay 
if it's your will cool you know so he did it regardless because it was his father's will and sometimes god tells us to do things that we do not want and we do not feel excited for because we have a flesh that is conflicting with our spiritual nature so it will not want some things and so you obeying is a way of reflecting god by being obedient the bible says we shall trust and obey so you obeying god is something that's going to reflect christ because whatever god will tell you then is for your own good god only wants what's best for you his thoughts are not your thoughts his ways are not your ways God will not tell you to do something if it will bring you harm. And also God sees the bigger picture because he's the alpha and the omega. I'm saying this. I'm not saying it's always easy to obey. I'm telling you, I God gave me an instruction like a few weeks back and I did not want to. I'm telling you, it got me to a point where I was pleading. Okay, okay, God, I'm going to do what you said. Stop, you know, and I was like, man, it took me a bit down so that I can obey. And, um. I am still um, walking that path of obedience and it's not always going to be easy for everyone and that's okay. But your willingness to obey and you doing it regardless of you not wanting it is great. I mean, Abraham was willing to sacrifice his own son and that's obedience because you know what it gets to a point where it's god over stuff god over over your accolades god over your education god over your 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 car god over your dreams god over your desires finally the last point is an accountability partner you need it's okay to have somebody to hold you accountable for example i can't just post anything on my socials now because i have people who listen to my contact content who will who are holding me accountable who are going who are going to go like i thought she stands for this and why is she posting this also like even somebody you know it doesn't have to be somebody you don't know because there's i'm held accountable by people who i don't know like for example you who's listening and i and I, and I don't know you so you're gonna hold me accountable i can come here and start talking about Nicki minaj and how we can learn from Nicki minaj you know so but but there's also those people who know me in my circle like spiritual leaders who can hold me accountable friends who can hold me accountable for when i start posting wrong things when i start going to wrong places when i start doing something that is not um that does not reflect god and does not reflect jesus and who and what he stands for so i'm gonna end with this first corinthians 10 31 so whatever you eat or drink or whatever you do do it all for the glory of God. Till next time. Bye. Thank you for listening. Remember, where life plants you, bloom with grace. Subscribe to the podcast, give me a rating, and share this on your Instagram and tag me at underscore bush dot y.